Hello, you. How's it going? Um, overburdened. Okay, so this is new language. I happened upon this, this turn of phrase recently. Um, and it seems to affect my kind of people. It affects me, uh, and I'm curious how it lands with this, this language, because it's, it's something I'm testing to see whether it is a thing. So yeah, overburdened. What does it mean? Uh, well, first of all, it's, the, th- the image that comes to mind is it's like an excessive amount of something to carry. Like more than is fair. More than your fair share and over, beyond what is reasonable amount of things to carry. So it could be things to do or commitments or responsibilities, expectations. It's an overburdening with that. And the burden being like it's, it's oppressive. It's a weight. It's a thing that follows you around that you carry. And it seems to affect people who are doers. And by that I mean people who like to get on, like to progress, like to improve things or like to accomplish things. And life's very much about, yeah, getting on. And that's that's the risk. It seems to affect people like that. And they're the people I help. They're the people I coach. And, and I, I can relate to this as well. So I'm sharing a bit of my own experience in this as well. And yeah, like I say, I'm curious to hear how the, the term overburdened yeah, lands with you and whether it's something you can relate to. So these kind of people who feel overburdened um, tend to work in kind of all or nothing sort of phases. So it's either a case of like you're in a slump and can't get motivated and just, I kind of, I've heard it described as a sludge or fatigue. And it's either that or the other side of the coin, which is kind of really up and on it, you know, being productive, progressing, getting on, ticking things off the list, making things happen. And there isn't any middle ground. It's either all or nothing. So completely overburdened, doing everything, getting on with everything, or feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do now. Or there are these things I should be getting on with, but I can't and I'm not. There's a no burden thing. So it's that extreme. It's the lurching from one to the other. That seems to be a thing that goes on with overburdening. Um, the other symptom I've noticed is the, um, if you imagine like a big circle in your life, an enormous circle that radiates, radiates out from you. And within that is everything that's in your control. So for some people who aren't overburdened, it might be a very small circle. And in that is their family and the home and a few jobs at work and the circle is manageable and small and anything that's outside of that these people don't really think about it doesn't trouble them it doesn't bother them and that's the way they live and that's fine and for people who are overburdened that circle is enormous maybe you can't see the edges of it it's just it's (laughs) under extreme circumstances it's the entire universe entire universe and pretty much everything falls in that it becomes and the circle expands. The circle is expanding. It's taking in new things all the time that maybe you feel are your responsibility because, well, if you want a job doing, do it yourself. You know, that's the kind of mentality that sits behind it. And, and I can relate to that. It's like, and it's, it's really easy for people who are overburdened to assume responsibility. And that's where the weight comes from. Or there's an expectation in there. It's almost as if you see other people looking to you to... Uh, do something about all these problems or things that need fixing. And that's what f- falls within this giant circle. It's commitments. I heard a really interesting story today, actually. I was talking to someone and I was trying to describe this sense of being overburdened. And this person said, 
Yeah, well, here's one for you. Um, she said that um, her kids' local Beaver, um, you know, Cub Scouts group, uh, needed a new leader. And automatically, without thinking unquestioningly, this person um, said, so we took it on. Um, I became the temporary leader of the group. And I've heard this other people describe it as like, if you're in a group of people and it's not clear who's in charge, generally speaking, they will step up. An overburdened person will assume command or assume that the leading's on them or voluntarily step in without thinking. It's almost like an automatic assumption that... That was the London train just passing by. I hope you can hear me. I've come to a very quiet place at the back of the park where I like to record audio notes. Um, so, yeah, there's this expanding circle of responsibility and there's an automatic unquestioned... I've heard someone else also say it's like, um, how did they describe it? It's like, if you see a thing that needs doing, or somebody you'd like to get on with something in life, you just get on with it. Why would you procrastinate? Why would you um and ah about it? If you can do something about this thing, you do something about it. That is a kind of a, a symptom, or rather maybe even a, a cause of um, feeling overburdened. Um What's another thing? I guess closely related, and here comes the London train coming the opposite direction. Um, it's being self-reliant. Like, again, part of this assumption that um, it is your responsibility, it is your, your burden to carry, is that um, you're very independent-minded. Self-reliant. You rely on yourself and... Like, yeah, you like and accept help of other people, but generally speaking, you think, yeah, I can do this on my own. You know, I can cope. That's the thing. And maybe there's a trust thing going in there behind it all that, you know, if you want to get a job done, you do it well yourself. And, you know, why get others involved? Because you can know you can count on yourself. And um, part of being over, overburdened is, is feeling unsupported. But you're kind of okay with that because you know you can cope because you're really good at this. You're really resilient. You're really, you've got loads of energy as well. So to take on more responsibility and to do more things is just its kind of the way you are and it always has been that way. Um, another thing I've noticed about overburdened people is that you, you, I'm going to say you, but we, we don't do burnout. You know, we know what it is and we see other people who collapse and burn out and get super fatigued and ill and sick and we, we just don't do that. It's not really something that figures in our vocabulary. We kind of... We just go on with the thing. We just do the thing. You know, we have big, broad shoulders. We can carry the load. We can, we can push through this and we can get on with it because that's who we are, right? So there's this identification with all, with the doing. That's, that's who we are. Um, but here's the, here's the trick, right? Is we still do burn out because while we think we're superhuman, we're superhuman doers, we're still human and we can, still can burn out. So, being overburdened uh, to excess can result in these, I was describing all or nothing before, like you have slumps and corresponding really on it. And sometimes those slumps where you find yourself maybe staring into space or just unable to get motivated, I've heard the word sludge used, um, there's a malaise there, you know, a kind of an absence of feeling, an apathy maybe, or a, a melancholy feeling. And that is, that's, that could be a kind of burnout. You know, you where you've outstripped your capacity to cope with all this relentless, perpetual doing. 
this drive, this urge to get through all the burdens, to, to get things took, ticked off your to-do list. I'm having second thoughts now about whether this was an appropriate place to record a voice message because another London train has just come past. Um, we're almost through this now. Um, here I am adding to your burdens. You see, that, that, that was interesting language for me to use that, that we generally regard all the things that we have to do as burdens. You know, sometimes you, it, it's, it's easy to feel like everything you have to do is a chore and it's not a choice and it's not something we look forward to. It's like a, oh, this again sort of thing. That can be interesting language to use around burdens and one to watch out for. Um, so, um, beneath all this, this, this feeling overburdened, and this is maybe more my experience now, so I'm, I'm just going to throw a few things out there that might help you. There's a, there's an underlying, um, anger or a frustration. There's a kind of a heaviness and a sadness behind it all. Maybe even a panic that sometimes it is a little bit too much. And, yeah, it's a kind of exhaustion, a, t- a sad exhaustion, a-, a heaviness that weighs on you. You know, you uh, you can feel this heavy in your chest, on your heart, or in your gut, on your body, your muscles. It's a very bodily experience, this thing of being overburdened, because it is a, a cognitive weight that, that presses down on you. Um, there's also a kind of an urge, if you are overburdened without realizing it which is i guess what this post is about is about are you overburdened without realizing it is that we like to project an image that we're doing all right you know we're on top of this we've kind of maybe i don't want to say got this sussed because it doesn't always feel like that privately but that's the thing privately we are struggling privately there is an urgency privately there is this kind of restlessness this feeling that we we could always there's always more we could be doing and that's that's a private thing in as much as outwardly people would probably say oh this person you that i know has got it all under control they're getting on with it and yeah they're in control but behind the scenes maybe there's that heaviness that sadness that frustration a panic maybe even a shame you know, that can be in there as well. Um, and the last final observation, and I've heard this used by clients, an actual turn of phrase, is that we're kind of like overburdened peoples, or pe- oh, peoples, the peoples of overburden. Overburdened people tend to be a bit like kind of uh, like dogs in as much as we need walking. We're really energetic, like puppy energy, you know, we could get up and get on it we need walking and i've had partners say this to me and i've heard clients report it as well it's like almost as if by like three o'clock four o'clock in the day if you haven't been walked and by walked i mean engaged in some tasks that require being you know being achieving and accomplishing and improving and bettering and working at if you've not had enough of that to tire you out like a dog you need to get out and walk and move and be in nature or do some exercise or do some climbing or do something productive, you know, make something or do something. Or for me, it's DIY. And yeah, if we don't get that like a dog, we sort of climb in the walls, you know, scratching and barking and maybe being needy and, and, and pestering our, our people for attention. Cause we're like, come on, I'm bored sort of thing. I, I need to be engaged in something. Um, although being bored isn't really a phrase that we would use because we're such, um, um, 
we're engaged in so many things. We're such we're such um, yeah curious, interested, motivated people generally that that isn't a phrase we would use. So, ah, hopefully, I've, I've, I wanted to throw some light on this for people who may be overburdened without realising it, and maybe you don't use this turn of phrase. So it's it's language that I'm testing out, and I'm just going to put out there just to see how people react to this. And it's this is a nice little episode I can refer people to to explore this language around overburdening and also yeah to, to help you identify what why it is that sometimes you feel this way you know you get these these slumps and these periods of fatigue and you find yourself just staring into space not really getting on anymore with the things that you actually ought to or want to get on with that's that's being overburdened and it may not have occurred to you because as productive driven people it doesn't feel like a burden. It's just, it just is our world. You know, we just like getting on with things, making, doing, producing, accomplishing all these things. It's just the way we are. So it's a, it, it's a blind spot being overburdened. Um, one which I, uh, have noticed in myself increasingly. So certainly I've done a lot of work on this over the last 10 years of, um, almost hijacking myself with, excessive amounts of doing like i love diy and i talk about diy a lot um i do a lot of home improvements but essentially it's an endless list of tasks that need doing and there's always more that can be done and that list will always be added to and it's really easy for me to become so entangled with the amount that, that with this being productive and getting on and doing things and 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 yeah, having high standards as well is, is something that, that, that will affect me sometimes. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave that there. Thanks for listening. And I'm super curious. If you do hear, listen to this and you get this far, please drop me a note on, uh, WhatsApp if we're friends already, or I'm on Instagram at Chris Kenworthy, or I'm on LinkedIn as well at Chris Kenworthy, or drop me an email at, um, Chris at chriskenworthy.co.uk. And just let me know how this lands. This is a kind of a little bit of a market research post to get some, some feedback and some help on this language of me trying to reach and help and find the people that I, I love to serve. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you. Bye.